Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy Edit. In today's video, we're going to be talking about my bounce-back players for fantasy football in 2020. Now, some of these guys ended up getting hurt last season, and that's why they're the bounce-back player, or maybe they just had a bad season. And I believe that they are going to have that big bounce-back in 2020 and be reform themselves back into the player that I thought they personally were in the past or become a player that I believe they could be now in 2020. So before I get into the video, I'd like to ask for you guys, could please go down below and click that subscribe button. It's free, and I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2000. 2020 fantasy football championship as well while you're down there make sure to check out my patreon the draft guide is seven dollars and fifty cents for the whole month of august i would really appreciate if you guys would just take a look at that so without further ado let's get right into the video bounce back players for fantasy football in 2020 coming in here at number one and these guys are no necessarily like in some type of an order they're just the players that i think are going to have bounce back years in 2020 this is probably the easiest pick of them all cam newton quarterback of the new england patriots formerly of the Carolina Panthers, FFPC ADP 125.76. FFPC is a high-stakes fantasy football website. ADP means average draft position, so he's likely the 125th to 126th player off of the board on that website. He's a New England Patriot, like I said, six foot five, 248 pounds, obviously the former 101 of the NFL draft, out of Auburn, 31.3 years old. His workout metrics are one of a beauty. 4.49 40-yard dash, 95th percentile, 93rd percentile burst score, 65th percentile agility score, 61st percentile throw velocity, but the guy is not wicked smart, and 11th percentile Wonderlick score, which really in reality means fucking nothing, and a 100% chance, 100th percentile in not diving on the ball in the Super Bowl. Shout out to all you Carolina Panthers fans who are watching this video. So if we look at Cam Newton last year, he earned 2019. He just was not playing very well last season because he ended up getting hurt he only played in two total games he sprained his foot week number three at 89 attempts for 50 completions 56.7 percent completion ratio 572 passing yards zero touchdowns one int five brushes for negative two yards zero total touchdowns at 8.3 fantasy points per game so if you drafted cam newton last year he bent you over and did you dirty he did the nasty to you without your consent at all he did you dirty and i don't think that he's going to do that in 2020 right now coming off the board as quarterback number 18 pick 159 and round number 14 now I expect by the time we're seeing real drafts even though you may have actually had your real draft, most drafts take place towards the end of August. By then, I think he'll be around a 10th round pick and probably be going around quarterback 13 to 15. And I think that is where he will probably finish around that area. I am not the biggest fan of Cam Newton this season. I don't think Cam Newton's going to have a tremendous season, but I think he will categorize as a bounce back candidate because he went from being pretty shit before he got hurt to being one of the better quarterbacks in the game this year, obviously being led by Bill Belichick in the New England system. So if we look at what Cam Newton was in the past, in 2018, Cam Newton finished as quarterback number 12, playing in just 14 games. He averaged 19.9 PPR points per game, or four point per passing touchdown points per game, ranking eighth at the quarterback position. He had over 3,000 passing yards with 3,395 passing yards, ranking 19th at the quarterback position. But his passing yards and is not really what really brings in the value for Cam Newton. It's his rushing ability with those big, big thick ass legs 24 passing touchdowns 14th the quarterback 13 interceptions eighth at the quarterback position he had 101 carries for 7.2 per game ranking second at the quarterback position not the running back position 16 red zone receptions number five 
16 red zone carries, number 5 at the quarterback position, 488 rushing yards, 4th at the quarterback position, and 4 rushing touchdowns, 5th at the quarterback position. So Cam Newton has been a guy in the past that has done work for fantasy football. For a couple of years there, back to 2018-2017, he was one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy football on a weekly basis. Now Cam Newton is a guy that has dealt with injuries in the past, but if he is to get injured, then obviously he's not going to fucking bounce back. But if he can stay healthy, I think this year is definitely the year for Cam Newton to have a big season. Everyone is doubting Cam Newton. Everyone is calling Cam Newton's number. They're saying, look at this motherfucker. He's coming back. He's not this. He's not that. He's all talk because the guy literally is like a lot of people think he's all talk because he dresses like a fucking asshole. I'm going to be honest with you. He does. He dresses up to the nine. It's pretty funny, actually. I wouldn't even consider him to be an asshole. It's hilarious how he dresses with the top hat and everything. And then he just goes out there and played poorly. So that's why people are hating on him. But I think we could see Cam Cam Newton return to form of the past. Now, I'm not expecting Cam Newton to be a top 12 quarterback. I am not going to call for that. But as a top 15 guy, a top half quarterback in the NFL, to me, that is a bounce back year in my book. So I'm going to consider Cam Newton a bounce back player for fantasy football in 2020, especially if he gets it going, he gets it cooking in the rushing game. He's going to have multiple games this year inside of the top five at the quarterback position especially now with the whole entire New England team just completely opting out on, on defense. They're like, they literally have no defense, so they're going to have to be passing in these games. And as long as Cam Newton's able to run earlier in the game, I think Cam Newton's going to really step it up this year under Mr. Billy B. Bill Belichick. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. Next player here is Devontae Adams, wide receiver of the Green Bay Packers. FFPC ADP 14.8, foot one, 212 pounds out of Fresno State, 27 0.6 years old. His workout metrics, his 40-yard dash must be some fake news because he is far faster than this. A 4.56, 44th percentile, 63rd percentile speed score, 85th percentile burst score, 63rd percentile agility score, and an 85th percentile catch radius, which is live, should be 100th percentile because this guy has those Elmer's glue his hands. The man catches anything thrown his way. So if we look at Devontae Adams' stats last year, finished as wide receiver number 22, playing in 13 games. Now he's coming off the board as wide receiver number 2, pick 8 in the first round. Now I'm going to be honest with you, Devontae Adams ranges from wide receiver 1 off the board, probably to wide receiver 4, since a lot of people are very high on DeAndre Hopkins this year, pick 8. He's pretty much a first or second round pick in every single mock draft that I have done this year. You would be hard-pressed to find some dumbass, or a whole league that is full of dumbasses, where Devontae Adams gets into the back half of the second round. Wide receiver number 22 last season, like I said, but he had 17.6 PPR points per game, ranking 6th at the wide receiver position. He had 127 targets just in 13 games, ranking 14th at the wide receiver position, but he had 10.6 per game, which is obviously very, very good. 83 receptions, 6.9 per game. Very nice for Devontae Adams, 12th at the, run, or the wide receiver position, 997 receiving yards, 83.1 per game, ranking 26th at the wide receiver position. I expect him to go well over 1,000 yards in 2025. Total touchdowns, 34th amongst wide receivers, 16 red zone receptions, ranking 3rd amongst wide receivers. If you look at some other interesting things about Devontae Adams, it's that before 2019, he has scored over 10 touchdowns three years in a row. That's right. Not one, not two, but a three years in a row for Devontae Adams, really tearing it up in the touchdown game. Now, I'm not someone who's going to 
lock a stat in like touchdown total at 10 plus for every single year because it's very hard for a guy to get over 10 plus touchdowns every single year but I'm going to lock it in this year we're going to put the notorious fantasy stamp of approval straight on Devontae Adams forehead because I believe Devontae Adams is going to be doing the dirty to the defenses in 2020 in the NFL draft they decided to give a good old fuck you to Aaron Rodgers not only did they draft quarterback Jordan Love in the first round to get his future replacement in the second round instead drafting him a new shiny weapon there was a bunch of guys available they decided to go with writing back AJ Dillon out of Boston College in free agency there's all these pretty pieces you can get this guy you can get that guy maybe not even a guy who's super high prowess but a guy that's gonna be fine and you know what they fucking do they don't get anyone I believe they added Devin Funches and that motherfucker opted out but he wasn't gonna do anything at all it is Devontae Adams and then Alan Lazard but it's really just Devontae Adams in this offense and Aaron Rodgers is going to be re the ball his way. Aaron Rodgers is fucking pissed. He is grade A big mad that they did not draft him a wide receiver. He's big mad that they drafted a quarterback to replace him. He wants to be a Packer for life, but in reality, he's probably going to go to Minnesota like Brett Favre. Maybe that would be pretty funny. Then go to the Jets, and then the Jets fans will get all hyped up, and they'll be an absolute bum. So I think that Aaron Rodgers is obviously now, this is a less pass-heavy team. I understand that, and I'm all aboard that because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be very good, but I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to be the best quarterback in fantasy football or in real life for Devontae Adams to be good. Devontae Adams stands alone at the wide receiver position, one of the most elite talents in the NFL, and he is going to be elite at the wide receiver position this year for fantasy football. So next player to talk about here is running back. David Johnson of the Houston Texans FFPC ADP 36.96. Now this is going to be a guy where half the comments section are going to be hating me for talking up Devontae Adams. They're going to be talking shit, talking about, oh, Devontae Adams, or not Devontae Adams, David Johnson isn't good anymore. David Johnson's a bum. He can't do this. The Houston Texans are idiots for trading for him which I completely agree with. I think that was one of the dumbest trades I've ever seen in my life. But, hey, let's get into David Johnson. Six foot one, 224 pounds, 28.7 years old, getting up there in age already. I mean, it just seems like a couple of years ago, the guy was a rookie in the NFL, just absolutely tearing it up, which it was just a couple of years ago, but now he's 28.7 years old. 77th percentile, 40-yard dash, 91st percentile speed score, 96th percentile burst score, 83rd percentile agility score, and an 85th percentile bench press. So David Johnson has been a beast in the NFL for years, but he has been one of those injury-riddled players, and that's what really diminished his season last year. If we look at his stats from 2019, we'd see that he finished as running back number 37, playing in 13 games, but he really only started nine games. Right now, coming off the board as running back number 21, pick 37, round numero three. So he had 11.8 PPR points per game, ranking 29th at the running back position. He had 94 total carries, 7.8 per game, ranking 46th at running back, 345 rushing yards, 47 targets, ranking 24th at running back, 36 receptions, 24th at running back. Now, I understand that the Houston Texans aren't necessarily a team known for giving the ball to the running back in the pass catching game but I just don't think that the Houston Texans have had a running back quite like David Johnson in the pass catching caliber sure Duke Johnson is just as capable as David Johnson but I think David Johnson is going to see a big increase in rushes this year he's obviously going to get a zillion rushes as long as he doesn't get hurt he is going to be very good for fantasy football I think we see Deshaun Watson learn to dump the ball off more with David Johnson 370 receiving yards 30 points Eight per game, ranking 16th at running back. Red zone touches were 23, and total touchdowns were 6, ranking 26th at the running back position. So none of these stats were obviously super amazing, but that's because there was only a couple of games 
where David Johnson was really healthy. So if we look at the games where David Johnson was healthy, he was actually very good for fantasy football. Started off the year scoring 25.7 points and finishing as the fifth best running back on the week. Then he decreased against Baltimore against a, a pretty good defense. Scored the 37th most points at running back. Then ninth best running back of the week. Then 10th. Then 12th. Then the number three running back. And then he ends up getting hurt up against the Giants and misses a bunch of games. And then he's just completely shit after that. 0.2 points, obviously, when he gets hurt. Then 0. 4.4. 13. 0.6 and then 1.7 so when he was healthy he was a really good running back and I don't think people are really taking that into account the fact that he was looking very good when given the opportunity early in the year and then after they brought in Kenyon Drake it was just a shit show for David Johnson because you could just tell that his job was over there in Carolina and that they were going to move him somewhere to get anything and they ended up moving him obviously to Houston to acquire DeAndre Hopkins, because Bill O'Brien is one of the most dumbest fucking coaches, or the biggest dumbass of a coach I have ever seen in the NFL. Not only is he the coach, he's also the GM somehow, so he can make double the dumbass decisions all at once, and it just gets pushed through because he's the GM and the coach. It makes no fucking sense. This guy's a dumbass, but with him being a dumbass, they traded him for DeAndre Hopkins, so now they have to use him excessively in order for the fans not to fucking find out where he lives and give him a good old lock in the sock to the dome. So he, the Texans vacate stats from Carlos Hyde. Obviously, now Carlos Hyde is now a fucking uh, Seattle Seahawks. So, 254 rushing attempts last year that are vacated. 1,000 plus rushing guards, so 1,110 rushing guards. Six rushing touchdowns, 17 targets, and 51 receiving yards are vacated for the running back position in Houston. I think that we could see David Johnson really step in here and, if healthy, could easily get over 1,000 rushing yards and see a bunch of targets out of the backfield. Now, obviously, the biggest concern for David Johnson is not really his skill. It is his injury concern. So if we look at his injury concerns, according to uh, Sports Injury Predictor, he is deemed a medium risk by them. Four out of five on the durability scale. So when he is hurt, he is actually extremely durable. But he has projected to miss over two games with 2.7 games projected missed in the 2020 season. So I expect him to miss a couple of games. I know it'll happen. I just hope he's healthy for a majority of the year. And if he gets hurt, he knows to sit it down. He knows what to do and doesn't just rush himself back like he did last year, which really screwed him over. So I hope that David Johnson is able to stay healthy because I think he could really have a huge bounce back year in 2020, though I would prefer him in the fourth round, not the third round. Final player of the video is another running back, James Conner, running back of the Pittsburgh Steelers, 26.76 FFPC ADP, 6 foot 1, 233 pounds out of Pittsburgh. This is a huge year for James Conner as he approaches his contract year in the NFL. 4.65 40-yard dash, much faster than that, though. 31st percentile, 63rd percentile speed score, 6th percentile burst score, 18th percentile agility score, and a 51st percentile bench press. But he plays much better than the workout metrics. The workout metrics for every player, sure, it is clear that is obviously what his actual rushing was and all that shit at the combine, but it doesn't actually tell you how good the player really is. If we look at his stats from last season, it was nothing super hot running back number 35 in 2019 ADP right now running back number 20 pick 40 and round number four now last year he was pretty much the certified round one or round two pick in every single league and he did you dirty he bent you over did not use any lube and went to town on that ass Though it might have felt like he was using some fire and ice lube because you were on fire multiple times in the season with James Conner. Not necessarily on fire because he was playing amazing, but on fire because you were feeling like he was getting back in the saddle and then he just 
kept getting hurt. He, just like David Johnson, needs to just learn to fuck to sit down and not try to rush himself back. Running back number 35 in 2019, playing in 10 games, 14.6 PPR points per game, ranking 16th at the running back position. So when he's healthy, he is going to finish inside of the top 15, top 20 at the running back position. And you're getting him drafted right now at his floor at running back number 20 when healthy. 116 total carries, 11.1 per game, ranking 28th at the running back position. 464 rushing yards, 46.4 per game, ranking 40th at running back. 39 targets, 3.9 per game. 34 receptions, 3.4 per game. 251 receiving yards, 25.1 per game. Red zone touches are 19. And his total touchdowns are 7. Ranked 17th at the running back position. I think these could all easily increase in 2020, especially his rushing work. Obviously, James Conner is one of the better pass-catching running backs, but they do have a variety of pass-catching running backs behind him, so they don't necessarily need to use him for that. And I think they're going to figure out how to work him in smart, to work him in when they actually need him. They're not going to give James Conner a zillion touches. They're not going to try to make it so that he dies out there. They're going to try to make it a nice and easy split so he's not like some type of workhorse out there where you get hurt, but he is going to be getting enough touches to make him worthy of a fantasy football draft pick and worthy to be called a fantasy football bounce back player in 2020. Interesting enough, he actually played worse with Big Ben healthy last season, but I'm not going to take too much into account about that since we've seen him ball out with Big Ben on the field uh, the year before when Le'Veon Bell decided to hold out and ride some jet skis in Cabo. So if you guys want to read those stats, you can read them on the screen. I don't find them to be super important though. I just figured I'd put them on in case anyone wanted to read it. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If you ended up enjoying, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. It's free and I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. Check out the draft guide as well. Link down below. I love each and every single one of you guys. Check out one of the videos on your screen and make sure to have a great rest of your guys' day. I'll see you motherfuckers later with yet another video. Good boy!